You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. KRXO-FM and KRXO-HD Oklahoma City. KRXO-Claremore Tulsa. A product of Tyler Media. Reaching over 1 million Oklahomans every week. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Postgame Show on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. Yo, 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 yo. Once again, at it again, time and time again, the Thunder put themselves in a position to win a game and they do the opposite of that. They lose. They lose yet another heartbreaker to the Los Angeles Lakers on the second night of a back-to-back, 112 to 107. What's up, everybody? This is Brady Trantham. I'm along. Uh, I'm joined by Miss Madison Morris. Hello, hello. Cross the glass, the bulletproof glass, is Mr. Matt Burton. Yo, pressing, yo. Pressing buttons, sliding knobs, doing God knows what, but he's going to be doing a great job, as he always does. And you're stuck with us for the next hour, everybody. Uh, the Thunder, like I just said, lost. Once again, but the, for the first time this season to the Los Angeles Lakers, 112 to 107, the night after losing to the LA Clippers. Madison, um, you know, it was a whole lot of the same stuff that we saw last night. And even mm. it, the game kind of even ended in similar fashion. It did. Uh, Danilo Gallinari was, was involved in a controversial, controversial, uh, uh, called by the officials where he traveled, but he didn't pick up his pivot foot. I don't know what the rules are anymore, Madison. Apparently, nobody knows what the rules are anymore. There were a lot of questionable things going on in this game. Not all just against the Thunder, but uh, yeah, just kind of interesting how this played out because same arena, obviously, in the Staples Center being on the second night of a back-to-back, but they also had kind of the same problems they dealt with last night. Uh, I honestly thought they looked a little lethargic in the first quarter of this game. I really, like, obviously they're coming off the first night of a back, or, or the second night, sorry, of a back-to-back, but I, I don't know. I, I was impressed, to say the least, how they did pick up the energy after coming out of halftime. They did start that uh, third quarter with a 10-2 run, so that was really good for them. Not to get ahead of myself right now, but the Thunder just, they have... They have all this talent and they have all this energy that they're able to exert out there. And it's just not been enough, especially on the road. Now they're 0-6 on the road. It's just when when do you think they're going to get this road victory that they are so desperately searching for? And when are they going to be able to uh, kind of clean up the things that are haunting them right now? Oh, well, Halloween's over, so nothing should be haunting them anymore. Oh gosh, I hope. It's, it's almost Thanksgiving. They need to be thankful for a potential road victory. But, I mean... This was going to be tough, Madison. I mean, the second night of a back-to-back, I mean, that's tough in the NBA. You're playing two of the best teams, the two of the most talented teams in the NBA. That's going to be extra tough. Um, I mean, frankly, yeah, I guess I'm a little surprised because last night we were on the post-game show and we basically said... It might be a competitive half. You know, the yeah. Thunder the Thunder are talented. They've got a lot of young players with young legs. Um, they could probably go for a, a good half. And they went... All the way down to the wire with about 30 seconds left. Mm-hmm. I think about 32 seconds left was when Gallinari got called for that travel and the Thunder immediately fouled. And that's, you know, that's, basically that's the game it. was decided at that point. Um, but really, it's we can kind of segue right into the, the player of the game, maybe a little early because it like uh, we're going to talk about the guy. But uh, go ahead, Burton. Go ahead and fire up. Now, the franchise Thunder player of the game brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond. Yeah, and I say I say this with the confidence, Madison, that we're probably going to have the same 
player in mind for this. Yeah. Because I don't know if the Thunder are even in this spot without this guy. And it was clearly Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder was amazing from the floor, even considering that he had four turnovers in the first quarter. The Thunder had (laughs) seven turnovers as a team in the first quarter. Um, There were so many instances where this game, we talked about it a handful of times during the game, Madison, there were a handful of times where this game could have got ugly, but because of Dennis Schroeder's scoring and because of the Thunder's ability to basically counterpunch the um, the LeBron James-led punches yeah. from the Lakers, they were able to keep themselves in this game and put themselves in a position to uh, potentially win it. No, they definitely did. And I, de- I, I really do think that Dennis Schroeder, he has been absolutely fantastic for the Thunder, especially like I know that he kind of came off the bench tonight and immediately what Brady said, he picked up four turnovers and it was just kind of, it looked really ugly at first and people were all over Twitter saying, you know, what is Dennis Schroeder doing? This is not, this is not good at all. But I feel like he really made up with it with his uh, efficiency on offense. And he was just, he was kind of all over the place tonight in a good way. Like he was playing really well um, just on the offensive end of the ball. He did, I don't know, he just had like, he had a good feel for the game tonight. He had some energy that I think carried over from the Clippers game last night because last night he was also my player of the game. I thought he was fantastic against the Clippers. And then he comes in tonight and just absolutely sets it on fire. He had 31 points, uh, shot 60% from the floor. He was 12 of 20, 3 of 7 from the three-point line, and he was 4 of 4 from behind uh, the free throw line. So good for him, good for Dennis. I really do like where he is right now. I like how he's able to come off the bench and contribute to this team. He's just been, he's been electric and I really enjoyed, this is kind of like the only part of this game that really irked me tonight, which also involved him. Uh, There was just a little instance where I think, I I don't know where the confusion was, but obviously like Anthony Davis, he had kind of a kicking to Nerlens Noel's shoulder. I think it was an accident, but obviously like that kind of fired a lot of people It looked a little silly. It just, it looked a little like. It looked like it could have been avoided. Like, I don't know if it was, he intentionally did it. This is like a, this is a Rick James situation on our hands right now. It was kind of one of those, like those moves that he over exaggerated his coming down from like a dunk that he had just done. And so it ended up kicking Nerlens Noel on the shoulder. And then Dennis Schroeder rushed up to kind of have a little, it was a civil confrontation, but I don't know what was said, but Dennis Schroeder got teed up for it. And so it just didn't look good on his part, but I thought it was weak. Well, I'm going to give a quick shout out to all of our German speakers speaking uh, listeners out there but <laughs> maybe he said something in german and the obvious something. american official was probably going whoa what did like, you say whoa. to me that's a t i don't like that it's yeah like, I, I don't know but other than little things like that like i think dennis has been so great especially he's trying so hard to lead the thunder on the road right now he did have a season high tonight like he's just he's progressing and progressing and he's one of the players that's on the scene that hasn't had like a dippy divey season so far he may have had like two or three games where he wasn't like bad but he wasn't as electric as he's been these past couple of games and so I don't know right now his consistency is something that's really intriguing me I mean yeah I, like you said season high for Dennis Schroeder 31 points I believe he was seven of seven to start the game um, it's not his thunder career scoring high I believe he had 34 points twice last year uh, against Milwaukee and Golden State and it's definitely not his his career season high. He has scored. Um, I I looked back on some box scores during the game. He he had a forty piece in Utah uh, with the Atlanta Hawks. So um, definitely a great game for uh, Dennis Schroeder. It's also kind of the bench. You know, the bench outscored the Lakers bench fifty seven twenty seven. And it wasn't just Dennis Schroeder. Nerlens Noel put in fifteen points. Uh, good good outing for him. And then you got contributions from Darius Baisley early on. Abdul Nader even Deontay Burton, who we will 
of course talk about look later out. on Matt. Look, look at Matt. Look at him smiling back there. He is there. so happy about Cousin Burton right now. I know. And Congratulations. The, I say this half joke, only half jokingly. Deontay Burton played the best defense on LeBron James. He, brought, he, he didn't hit a shot over him. Honestly, I, saying, I think that shouldn't time. even be jokingly at all. Like, I think you're absolutely right. I think he did. I know our good friends, Eric Horn at The Athletic and everybody else that doesn't want to talk to us covering the Thunder, they're probably asking that question right now to Billy Donovan in the scrum. Like, why did you take Deontay Burton off of LeBron why James? Did you do that? No, um, no, it's, again, this is, we should know this by now with the Thunder. They are too talented to be bad. They are not talented enough to win the vast majority of these games that they're going to be, in, uh, you know, competitively involved in late in these games because you're playing against LeBron James, Anthony Davis, two of the best players in the world. LeBron James, 25 points, triple double. Um, Anthony Davis, 34 points, 13 of 24 Jeez. from the floor. I mean, just the size, the length, the athleticism, the talent against, against a team oh. in Oklahoma City who's not lacking in terms of athleticism, not l- lacking in terms of uh, length. But you you just saw the Lakers outclass the Thunder. Now, uh, yes, the Thunder could have won this game, but that's you know, you, you put those two teams to um, up against each other, and you can just see where the Thunder are lacking. And yeah. so more times than not, when they're in this situation, Madison they're going to come up empty-handed. No, exactly. I think right now the Thunder, they had a little bit of some trouble around the rim, but rightfully so. If you're looking at this uh, Lakers roster, Anthony Davis, JaVale McGee, uh, they had guys like, when Kyle Kuzma was out there, he did somewhat decent work. He was, can he, I, I he wonder was only if he out can there see. for like nine minutes, but wonder, yeah, ripped his, his eyeball. <laughs> He's not going to come back after that, but they also had guys like Dwight Howard. If you have guys with that kind of length around the rim, you're going to have a hard time uh, finishing right there and I think the Thunder did I mean they did a little bit they weren't too bad they were 38 from 80 uh, from the floor tonight which isn't like gruesome it was about 48 percent and so you know they they were able to find ways and they had guys especially what Brady was saying like Nerland Noel who was able to come off the bench and really protect the paint um, but also like deliver inside the paint that's kind of what I was meant, meaning to say but I don't know it was just the Lakers have a lot going for them inside. Right now, they are one of the most talented teams in this league for obvious reasons. They have LeBron James, but they just have a lot of really good vet talents right now. And I think that's going to be something that's going to work to their advantage in the league this season. We've got plenty more coming here on the First Take Thunder postgame show on 107.7 The Franchise with Madison Morris, Matt Burton, myself, Brady Trantham. Uh, so stay tuned with us. We've got Stat Cats. We've got Around the MB- the around the Association, whatever we're still calling that. I, w- I just want to hear Matt's voice because it's, it's... Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about that. Well, it's okay. We didn't do that last night, sorry. We were going to do this again. Yeah, so we, we can, were just saving it. If, you, if we... If Matt wants to, he can go over all the box scores from yesterday. Yeah, he can. This is our show. That would be lovely. We make the rules. So uh, once again, if you're just joining us, the Thunder lose. Second night of a back-to-back to the L.A. Lakers this time, 112-107. But this is Brady Trantham. I'm with Madison Morris and Matt Burton. Stay tuned with us on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. Dancing here at twelve eighteen in the morning. Yeah, we are. Oh yeah, this will wake you up in the franchise studios. Brady Trantham, Madison Morris, hey. Matt Burton, Matt underscore Burton twenty two right on Twitter. Correct. Yes. Yeah, correct. I mean, I feel like I I never refer to your Twitter uh, account, but every time I listen to you, um, you guys with uh, Jerry Ramsey, I feel like that's all he talks about. Yeah, yeah, no, Jerry has a knack for uh, he taking something and running far with it, sprinting, Just sprinting far with it. I was sprinting listening to you guys, the uh, damn Twitter handle. Sprinting a marathon. I was listening to you guys on pregame, and now he's like trying to 
prostitute you out on Twitter. He is. I was yeah. like, what? What's going trying on? Trying to get me a date. It worked with DP. I guess Listen, he's just trying to set everybody right? up. Exactly. That's fine. DP Matt, is still dating that girl. Just saying. Madison, has he? He hasn't tried to do something like that to you, have you? Uh, he? he keeps asking me how my Bumble account is going, and <laughs> nice. I'm just gonna put this out there: I do not have a Bumble yes, account. Yes, we know you do. You do exclusively Twitter or no, Tinder. No, Tinder, I yes. do not have Twitter. Tinder. I do not have Bumble. I don't have any of the dating websites. Please do not think that. Yikes! No more dating website talk. Let's take ourselves around the association with Matt Burton. Let's go around the association for an NBA scoreboard update. Brought to you by Oklahoma Operation Lifesaver. All right, let's take a trip. There was four games tonight, including the Thunder game. But the first one was the Golden State Warriors. Yes, the, at the time, 2-12 and 12 Golden State Warriors against the Memphis Grizzlies. The Warriors win. Surprisingly, one fourteen to ninety five. Former Thunder great Alec Burks had twenty nine, <laughs> and led the way for the Warriors. What John could Morant. have been? John Morant had twenty and six assists, continuing his early Rookie of the Year star. campaign. Um, the Trailblazers went to oh. New Orleans to take on the Pelicans, and the return of Carmelo Anthony ended in defeat. Dang it. Carmelo had 10 points and four rebounds in a start. He got the start tonight. But yeah! Did, but did, so he didn't sacrifice no bench roll once again. Who, me? Yeah. Who, me? <laughs> hey, OP. Goodness. He's like, I come off the bench. <laughs> I, I think the Trailblazers are, are going to course correct at some point. They're far too talented. They've had too much success, but my goodness, is it looking terrible very quickly? <laughs> and look like uh, yeah. no Damian Lillard tonight as well, yeah, which, I mean, which know, can't the, be good. No, CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum's kind of good though. He's not bad. He not could, bad. He, he had 22, and uh, Drew Holiday led the way for the Pelicans with 22 and 10 assists. I feel like Drew Holiday is super underrated. Yeah, he's not. Or do you underrated. think he's like properly he, rated? He's not. He's rated properly now. Like two, three years ago, yeah, he was underrated. But people have been saying that for the last three years that it's like okay, it's balanced out by now. That's fair. That's, That's just fair. me. The uh, battle of the young up and coming teams: the Sacramento Kings and the Phoenix Suns. Defense optional. Defense optional. One twenty to one sixteen is the final. Sacramento Kings get a home victory. Um, the Suns lose despite Devin Booker going for thirty, but. Yes, the likely suspect. Bogdan Bogdanovich had 31 tonight. What a Goodness. star. He's going off. What about Buddy Heald? Buddy Heald had 12. Oh. Everybody's favorite, mm. Buddy Heald. Well, and that is around the association. At least you got paid. At least you did you get got, paid. At least you got paid. But like Matt Burton said, there were other games. We just went over them. But let's get back to the Thunder's loss to the LA Lakers 112-107 to in a game where the Thunder outscored their opponent in the third quarter 34 to 30 but it still wasn't enough to overcome the Lakers athleticism overcome the Lakers fast break point getting abilities because my goodness the Thunder's half court defense for the most part I enjoyed it Terrence Ferguson had a pretty good game considering that 24 hours after having to defend Paul George he had to defend LeBron James what a guy bless his heart um the Lakers outscored the Thunder in the fast break 30 to 16. It was a track meet out there. And like you had mentioned it earlier a little bit, Madison, um, the Thunder would go on these 10 0 runs. Mm-hmm. That coupled with Dennis Schroeder scoring kept them in this game. 
and at times got them within two. Uh, it, they basically got it to a one-possession game a handful of times thanks to their their defense and their ability to counter-punch the Lakers' punches. But that 30-16 to 16 thing is just, ugh. Yeah, no, it's pretty ugh. Because it, that those are like the little things that the Thunder have to be cognizant of. Because if they're not able to put a stop to stuff like that, that's what's going to end up killing them, especially when they're on the road in foreign territory. Because it's just, it's sloppy little things that you, you can easily prevent, but they're not able to do it. And so that's going to have to be something they tie up. But like you said, I mean, there were little moments where they were able to really crack down on defense. I thought what you said, Terrence Ferguson, he played good defense. Hats off to him, man. Like, that's that's a lot to ask for him. He had a tall order. Guys, can we talk about, I think we talked about this a little over the break, uh, Deontay Burton, when he got out there, was an absolute star on defense. Congratulations, yeah. Matt, to your Matt, family. I think this is to, music to my ears. Yeah, I think you right need now. to actually have music when Deontay Burton is talked about on the show. We're going to come up with a good song for that because it has to be like really, really appropriate so it does it justice. It be a bass solo by Cliff Burton from Metallica. It's he's, gonna a, be, he's a Burton. Yeah. It's going to be Eruption, Eddie Van Halen. Oh, that'll work too. Yeah, we could do it. We'll find it. But I thought he did really well when he was on LeBron James tonight. Obviously, he was able to keep LeBron uh, from scoring. So, hello. Good defense right there. There was just, you know... I don't know. They had little moments tonight on defense that were real good. They had... Um, kind of like they put a lot of pressure on the Lakers just on different ends of the ball too because there was one sequence where the Lakers had like three goaltending calls and one little strand yeah that was funny that was funny because it, you're forcing a really talented and good team to make stupid lousy mistakes like that and that's when you can take advantage of it and then you could potentially win a game that sequence of incompetence mirrored the Thunders remember last night they had three consecutive travels gosh yes and I was like stop traveling <laughs> like, no it was down it was there were times where it got ugly, but just like this team has done all year, except for the game against the uh, Indiana Pacers, um, they they seem to they don't let the situation snowball. Right? They will whether it's Dennis Schroeder scoring, Chris Paul hitting a shot, SGA turning it on, um, whoever else. You know, just the collective effort of the Oklahoma City Thunder, the 2019-20 version. They never let it snowball. That's a good trait. I think that comes from coaching. I think that comes from veteran leadership on this team. That's something to be proud of because um, I think anybody that's been a sports fan for you know over 10 years of whatever, whatever sport that you want to follow, mm-hmm. I'm sure that your team has sucked a time or two and has gone through times where one mistake leads to three mistakes, which leads to nine mistakes, and then just it's the game's over and it's not fun it's anymore. At effect. least these games are entertaining. And yeah. I know to the fans out there that want to see their team win, that's not what you want to hear. But that's just the reality of the Thunder right yeah. now. No, right now they are pretty entertaining to watch just because they have been able to stay in these games, especially last night with the Clippers. That was extremely exciting, especially for Thunder fans, because I don't know the expectations exactly that people had for that game, but I don't think they were extremely like oh the Thunder are just going to run away with this game because that was a hard matchup for them they didn't have Kawhi Leonard out there but they had Paul George and Oklahoma City people are very well aware of what he's capable to do so he you know he presented a little bit of a problem to them but they stayed in that game it was a fight until the end it kind of was like that tonight too kind of what Brady said obviously Danilo getting that traveling call was really bleh. but then also uh, KCP had that real big three for the Lakers right there at the end that kind of sealed the deal it was just you know, little little things that you can tie up, like not leaving a guy wide open, is going to be very beneficial for the Thunder because 
that's when they saw problems is when they left these guys open. They really made them work. That's what the Lakers offense does to the defense. They make these guys work. They make them go all over the court. And then all of a sudden, there's one guy who's wide open. He's ready to take that shot. And hey, Kentavious Caldwell Pope was there tonight. So that can be lethal for them. And if they can just like be very aware of when that's going to happen and prevent it, Hey, this could have been a very different game. Yeah, after 24 hours after Matt Burton and I kind of jokingly trashed KCP, he burned the Thunder tonight. So that's that's our bad Thunder fans. We'll, no, Jerry we'll, and John were trashing him on the pregame show. Oh that's my, why I was oh laughing about this. Oh my goodness. They're like, oh, he can't shoot the three. That three won the Lakers the game tonight. I've seen Andre Robertson hit threes, Madison. I've seen it with my own two eyes. I and saw Steve right Adams now, hit I've a got, three once. Right now, I've got four eyes, and I've seen it with four eyes, too. <laughs> um, should, okay, I'm going to let, Matt, I'm going to let you choose the next topic. Should we do Stat Cat? Should we do Popcorn Gate? Should we do uh, the officiating of this game? What should we do? Um, Madison had quite a few thoughts about she, the officiating. I'm glad, so let's start off, I'm glad you roll my sleeves up. Let's do it. I'm glad you went there. Yeah, so for those who are unaware... Uh, Madison and I, when we do the post game show, we typically meet at the station and watch the entire game so we can just kind of get the feel, uh, so we can complain about stuff with each other, you know, all those things that people that work together do. <laughs> Madison was not happy about the officiating and it had nothing, little to do with the travel that happened at the end of the game. That was no. just, that was the cherry on top, but Madison, the floor is yours. Okay. So I feel like people are going to come after me and say that I am some type of homer right now. And I'm not saying this at all because I would have been frustrated watching any team have to go through this right now. But I think the fact that it was in Los Angeles with the Lakers, who are obviously a favored team right now for good reason. I mean, they're very talented. They have guys like LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Hello. You're going to be favorited. Yeah, I get it. But here's the thing. There were so many weird calls made in this game tonight that I was just like, what? Like, Oh, they just made me so mad. I already kind of said it in the first segment, but that one, uh, the technical foul called on Dennis Schroeder absolutely enraged me, not because he was a Thunder player, but just because he civilly, I don't know if that's a word, he walked up to Anthony Davis and he just wanted to have, hey, he looked like he was just saying like, hey man, like that wasn't cool. No, did you do, what what were you thinking? What are you doing? And Anthony Davis kind of had a few words back. They were just talking. And then all of a sudden, the guys were like trying to pull him apart when they weren't even like going at it. And then Dennis gets teed up. And I'm like, what? I just thought that was so weak. And it was just a lot of officiating that I didn't agree with tonight were just these weak calls being called on the Thunder. Being, I mean, there were a few calls on the Lakers too that I was like, what? But it was just like weak calls. It was a lot of like, let the guys play. And. I mean, if they need to hash it out, they need to talk to each other just because they're on opposing teams doesn't mean they can't talk to each other and it, it'll be fine. Like if they start throwing punches like Joel Embiid and Cat, sure, pull them apart. But that wasn't happening. So, yeah, that's going to be my spiel. It's really hot in here now. Yeah, it. there were a lot of weak calls tonight. I mean, the Thunder didn't lose because of officiating. And I know, yeah, fan, yeah, I, know fan, I know fans are still kind of up in arms about that travel, but um, I'm officials are going to miss calls officials are going to make bad calls you've got to do things in order to overcome those you know those events that are probably going to happen at least once or twice a game the thunder didn't do that so they have to take their l and move on with it but um yeah i guess we'll put stat cat up to the next segment uh but by the way before we get to break just want to remind everybody just like madison did uh last night did such a great job of doing so not only is this the thunder first take post game show or whatever the hell jerry ramsey calls it 
This is the OKC82 podcast, which you can listen to on any podcast service, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher. It's free. Just type in OKC-82. And you can hear Madison Morris, myself, and sometimes Chisholm Holland, and then other guests that join us in our Thunder journey after every single game. And then we do a weekly show. And then sometimes we even do some fun interviews. Like two weeks ago, Madison and I sat down with Mr. Mayor David Holt for a great conversation. That was a good time. So please subscribe to our podcast. We have a good time doing it. We have a lot of fun. And hopefully you guys join in the fun too. I like it. Yes. Good plug. I hope you do, Matt. That was a good plug. You've been doing this for a year and uh, you're under contract for the next 10. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm sorry. You got to read the fine print. The hell of a contract. 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa. When we get back, stats. Oh, Smashing Pumpkins. It's uh, too early for Smashing Pumpkins. Speaking of pumpkins, guess what I watched this morning while I was getting ready for work? Uh, Pumpkinhead? No, uh, Hocus Pocus, because tis the season for spooky season, right? Um, that That is come and gone, Miss Madison. <sighs> I know, but I never got to watch Hocus Pocus around Halloween, but then I got that Disney Plus, and uh, oh, now You I, fell prey to the, to the, to the mouse, I did. man. I did. That's all I've been watching. Ugh. <sighs> Oh, Madison. It's fantastic. But yeah, I was watching uh, Hocus Pocus. So when you said something about pumpkins, it just reminded me What did me you it. have more fun watching, Hocus Pocus or the Thunders, uh, Thunders loss to the LA Lakers? You know, I had more fun watching Hocus Pocus just because it was somewhat enjoyable. Um, I didn't not enjoy watching this Thunder game tonight. I mean, yeah, like I live in Oklahoma City. So for Thunder fans' sake, I would have I mean, like, loved do it. to see them do it. And because <laughs> I cover this team, like... I would have liked to see them beat the Los Angeles Lakers and finally gotten that road victory against like a really good team, obviously the best team in the West right now, but that didn't happen. No, it didn't. The Thunder lose 112-107 to 107 to the LA Lakers. Brady Trantham here. The voice you had just been hearing was the lovely, lovely voice of Miss Madison Morris. Matt Burton, say something so people know what you sound like. Something so people know what you sound like. Boom. There he is. Dynamite drop in, Matt Burton. Good one. Yes, the Thunder First Take Post Game Show and the OKC82 podcast, I might add. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah, just another day at the office for the Thunder. Uh, Good competitive game. They fought hard. Grit, hustle, all the things, all the good things that you cheer for in the stands with your popcorn, which we will talk about in a little bit. But first, let's talk about numbers and stats. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, 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 whoa. Shout out to our good intern, Connor Ayubi, who was like, who, what song was that? I've never heard that song before. That's cute. And I don't... I, if you said the name of the guy who sings that song, I'd be like, oh yeah, of course. But I've heard that song a dozen times on like movies or whatever. And Connor um, still didn't know it. Wait, what is it? I, I don't know what the song is. Oh, okay. Like, I, I don't, think I don't know, I know sings, either. It's like a dude who sings in Vegas all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, pff, I wouldn't know that. I mean, you go to Vegas like once every three months. I'm going to, uh, yeah. There's your right. stat cat, Madison Morris. Her on-off number is when she goes to Vegas. Yeah. I've been to Vegas four times in the past three years. That's not that bad. No. No, but I'm, I am going again in March, <laughs> so that will be my fifth time. Oh, there you go. Well, it's Tom Jones, by the way. Tom Jones. Tom Jones. <laughs> yes. Shut up, Matt Burton. I thought you were my age the other day. 
as in yesterday. Thank you. I still haven't forgot that compliment. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> By the way, have you been invited to another Kelly Lizenby uh, uh, party? Oh, just still the All same right. one. Still the same right. one. Third time. That's fine. Madison, That's fine. go to Vegas. Just go to Vegas. Take your L. Okay, now, fine, I'll let you rebound. Uh, what's your stat cat for this evening? So my stat cat is something that uh, Brady actually kind of talked about it a little bit. In I stole the, it. It's fine. You know, I didn't tell you, so it's all good. Uh, my stat cat's going to be the difference in the bench points tonight. Obviously, what Brady said, 57 bench points from Oklahoma City. Uh, from the Los Angeles Lakers, only 27. And, of course, that does go in large part because of Nerlens Noel and Dennis Schroeder. We did talk a lot about Dennis Schroeder, but I was going to touch on Nerlens just for this instance um just because Nerlens has just been one of my favorite players so far this season because I think he has just evolved into this very dominant center guy and he's playing the five so well whenever he's out there and this is no knock on Steven Adams at all but I just I really I think last season when Nerlens Noel would come in for Steven Adams I, I always just kind of had this Ugh, like this isn't going to be too good and now it's almost like oh thank god like Nerlens is coming in things are going to go so well so I've been so impressed with Nerlens. He's been doing so well. Um, obviously, what Brady said, he had 15 points tonight, shot 7 of 11. Um, he was just, I, he was great. He was a good player, and he is such a large contribution off the bench. Yeah, and especially when he was out there against JaVale McGee. I mean, I know JaVale McGee has had some bright spots for the Lakers this season, and he's going to be able to have bright spots because he's not asked to do a lot. Right. But when it's Nerlens Noel versus JaVale McGee, Nerlens is going to be able to exploit that mismatch all day long. And he did exactly that. And him and Chris Paul in the half court set half court offense, there were three possessions just absolutely beautifully run by Chris Paul. And Nerlens Noel was the beneficiary of those possessions. So a uh, shout out to Nerlens Noel. I mean, shout out to uh, Dennis Schroeder, the uh, leading scorer for the Thunder tonight, 31 points. Daniel Gallinari had a much better game than he did last night where he mm-hmm. was 3 of 13. He shot 7 of 11 tonight, hit his first three shots, finished with 25 points, but did have the game-clinching turnover <laughs> that probably wasn't even a turnover. Uh, he didn't pick up his foot. There's no travel. I don't know what the hell was going on there. Who knows? But my stat cat, is going to go from somebody that's not on the Oklahoma City Thunder, but on the LA Lakers, Mr. LeBron James. LeBron James. So per ESPN stats and info, there I'm um, coming into tonight. There were two players that were one triple double away from completing the cycle, which means getting a triple double against all 30 NBA teams. Mm-hmm. We should all be very familiar in this market that one of those players is Russell Westbrook because. Shocker. He obviously has played his entire career except for these um, first few weeks with the Houston Rockets with the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's triple-double against everybody else except for the Thunder. He had a chance a few weeks ago when the Thunder went down to Houston and lost. Uh, Russell Westbrook finished one assist shy of a triple-double. Tonight, LeBron James became the first player in NBA history to triple-double against all 30 NBA teams. And Russell peed his pants. You know what? I was talking to Matt and you. You were in the room as well. I was there. Um, my conspiracy theory. I don't. I, I wonder if Russell Westbrook is going to actively not triple double against the Thunder, and I'm sure he'll try to. I'm sure he wants to be able to have that. You know that trophy of on his mantle of I triple double against every single team. I'm truly yeah. Mister Triple Double. But he's played his entire career here. I, it, it's like some weird type of godfather respect thing that I, get that I wouldn't put past Russell Westbrook that it's gone through his mind. I mean, what do you think, Matt? I think you're absolutely spot on. Well, thank he has you. Too much, he has too much respect for us. 
We're going to give yep. him a tribute video. <laughs> He's not going to triple double against that us. That is it, going to be such a long day. But oh, I'm that, blasting off when the, when the Rockets come come to Oklahoma City, Mass, and we were going to be busy from 6 a.m. till 6 a.m. the following day. Can't wait. 24 hours. Let's go. Well, that's that's what our job is. It we, is. We got to do it. Obviously, it's 1243 at night right now. Yes. In the morning. Yes. But uh, once again, LeBron James, 10 of 21. 25 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. I mean, goodness. And like we said kind of earlier, Terrence Ferguson did a admirable job, admirable job mm-hmm. against uh, LeBron James in the half court defense. I mean, LeBron, most of his points I feel like came in the fast break setting. And probably his biggest play was the game winning play that wasn't the, the uh, travel call on Danil Gallinari. Uh, the Lakers get in the half court. Thunder play really, really good defense. Uh, force a bad Lakers miss. I believe Anthony Davis missed the shot, and there was loose ball, and LeBron just punched it straight out to Contavious Caldwell Pope. The mm-hmm. play that you talked about earlier, Madison, uh, he's wide open, but LeBron doesn't. Only one player makes that play. That heads up play just punches it straight to a guy. Yep. It's probably LeBron James. He was in the right place at the right time. Unfortunately for the Thunder, led to a KCP made three that was just too much to overcome. A little too ironic too, just because I, I mean what I was saying, like. People don't really believe in KCP's ability to pull off a play like that. And then at first, <clears throat> I wasn't really like looking too close enough because I get confused between him and Rondo just because they both have that white headband on. Uh, but I at first, I thought it was Rajon Rondo. And I was like, oh, that, that seems pretty fitting. Like, he did pretty well tonight. But then, nope, it was KCP that made that play. And I'm just like, dang. That is very unfortunate for the Thunder just because that this game could have gone so differently if like what I was saying in the previous segment, if they would have just tightened up on little things like that. And so that, I mean, what you're saying, Brady, is spot on. I really do think that is only something LeBron James would pull off. And that's why he was able to accomplish such a milestone in basketball history tonight. So good for him, man. That's awesome. Yeah, we live in an age where people, players like LeBron, Russell, James Harden, Giannis Antetokounmpo, they're just breaking all these records you didn't even think existed they're joining all these clubs, you know, like 800 three-point, three-pointers made, 500 th- uh, free throws yeah, made. Like, wh- Just all what? these weird statistical categories. It's really fun. It's it's almost statistical overload, but uh, if you're a basketball fan and you understand that the game evolves and defense doesn't always have to be like, you know, games don't always have to be like 92 to 89. Yeah. To, for it to be, that's a good <laughs> basketball game. You could at least be entertained by this. It was an entertaining game. It was uh, very entertaining. Uh, the Thunder are what they are. They're going to entertain their fans. They're going to entertain. Entertain. <laughs> I can't talk. It's twelve forty-five. They're going to entertain. God. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like every opponent that the Thunder are playing, that fan base is going. Wow, they're they're much tougher than I thought. Yeah. Chris Paul is actually not being a complaining little whiny little. I don't know. Something I can't something I can't say, you on, can't the radio. say on the radio. Like uh, they they play they have a system they play to you know an identity. So yeah. shout out to the Thunder. Yeah. Um. But the, really the the real story of this game, popcorn <sighs> on the floor, and a gentleman and... who's going to have a serious case of sore neck. The next morning. Oh, that poor guy. That sucks. Goodness. I wake up, you rich, rich, (laughs) rich human. I found the funniest tweet. I forgot who it was by, but I retweeted it. If you want to check it out on my Twitter, they were like, imagine being rich enough to fall asleep at a Lakers game and it 
like, who cares? You get to see some of the best players in the world play right there, courtside, and you fall asleep. Are you kidding me? But let's go to the popcorn real quick, because first of all, this is something that I thought was funny-ish at first, but then I got rather annoyed, and then it happened again not even a minute later. So, basically, the rich people sitting on, like, I keep wanting to say the sidelines, sitting courtside at a Lakers-Thunder game, they spilled their popcorn, so they had to pause the game, and here come all the ball boys over to, like, clean up the popcorn then all of a sudden here comes um lebron james and i think it was like anthony davis and they come over and they're trying to help too and these people sitting courtside just pull their phones out and they're videoing oh my God, it lebron james is right there he's cleaning up my popcorn put I'm it like, on the ground are you kidding me get down on your knees and pick that popcorn up and then it happens again and they do the exact same thing they just laugh about it and they watch like literal millionaire basketball players pick up their popcorn 15 years ago the pistons and the pacers fought each other and and fought the fans <laughs> at the Palace of, at Auburn Hills. 15 years later, there's popcorn on the floor of the Staples Center. All hell has broken loose. That irked me. Pick your popcorn up, people. I know, Matt. Don't put you it kept, at your feet. You kept throwing things at the TV. I was like, calm down. Matt, I said Matt was crying in the corner. Things. You ruined our basketball viewing evening. I'm just saying that if you spill your popcorn at the freaking staple center and you're sitting courtside watching lebron james play basketball against the oklahoma city thunder pick your popcorn up don't make lebron james pick your popcorn up just so you can get a nice vid for the gram that's all i'm saying oh boy oh boy and now i just hate popcorn you know speaking of instagram this is going to be a very loose very loose segue but uh Something happened on social media the other day when the Thunder got to L.A. We talked about it last night about Mm -hmm. maybe there's a Thunder player out there with an outstanding balance to an adult film actress. (laughs) I'm going to segue this into Deontay Burton talk once again. We'll cap it off with this. Uh, Matt, I just retweeted something from Joe Masato. It's Chris Paul talking about uh, Deontay Burton's defense. If you could find that because I wanted to play that. But I did want to say about Deontay Burton because he looked well in his extended minutes tonight. Uh, He played early. Uh, he played early. Um, outside, I believe his first play, he got caught napping on an Alex Caruso made corner three. After that, he played pretty solid minutes. Now, again, Hamadou Diallo missed uh, his second game in a row tonight, or his third game in a row, I should say. He didn't play uh, Friday night against the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so that's going to mean more Abdul Nader. And typically that's meant, well, Deontay Burton will play, but towards the end of the game. He played early tonight, and... I've got to say, like, if you're going to play Abdul Nader, John Hamm said this in the pregame, why not play Deontay Burton too and try? Because Deontay can do some things for you. And he showed it tonight. And specifically, like, we kind of jokingly talked about it, but it, it really happened. Deontay Burton got put on LeBron James. Uh, I don't know how late it was in the fourth quarter. It was probably like under four minutes. Two straight possessions. And Deontay Burton forced LeBron James into some bad looks. And they both resulted in bad misses. Deontay Burton... LeBron James stopper, I'm just saying, but uh, Mr. Burton, go ahead and play that Chris Paul clip for us. Uh, just uh, physicality, whatever. You know, like, Bron is a tough cover for anybody, but he one of them guys, if he smell fear, it's over for you. You know what I mean? So I think DB just accepted the challenge and uh, just made it. I mean, Bron going to make tough shots all night long, but you just got to make it tough on him. And that's the thing I like about Deontay Burton. I mean, say, like, yes, he's – He's going to be the end of a bench guy. He is fearless. And he's so unassuming when he's on the floor. He just look. He looks like a, the guy that he 
just thinks that he belongs out there. That's what I like about Darius Baisley. When he's out there, he's going to make a lot of mistakes because he's a rookie. Deontay Burton, the same thing. He's a young player. They're going to make mistakes, but they don't look scared. And that's something that I can't say about other certain players that have been with this franchise for a few years. I like that about Deontay Burton. Um, I just really like Deontay Burton as a whole. I think when he does have his chance to get out there and make a difference in this game, he takes advantage of it because he loves the game. He loves playing basketball. He loves uh, being out there and just contributing to the team he's on right now. And he's always made that apparent when he does have the chance to talk to media. And so seeing him get out there and actually do it on the court, especially against a guy against or a guy like LeBron James, I just really thought he held his own so well tonight. And I love what Chris Paul had to say about him because he's so right. I mean, if he's going to be presented the challenge, he's going to take full advantage of it and he's going to put everything he has into it. And he proved that tonight. So good for Deontay. Good for being fearless out there. I said this word on uh, Twitter a little while ago. I had two people and they were like, I've never heard anyone refer to this in a basketball way, but I thought he had a valiant showing out there tonight. So shout out to Deontay Burton. I love big words, big fancy words. I like that word. And people are like oh I've never heard that in a basketball context I'm like why it's being very determined and being brave and it's being valiant and that's what it takes to play against a guy like LeBron James I'm just saying I would be frightened if I had to defend LeBron James he would breathe on me and I would fall over yep he's really big he's really tall he's also very 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 good Uh, Matt you got anything that you want to say about your beloved cousin I would love to I would love to I'll be serious here for a second but obviously the talent is not there comparatively to the other players in the NBA. Yes, I will admit that as my as my cousin Deontay plays in the NBA. Um, no big deal. Uh, but the talent isn't there necessarily. But there's something to be said for a guy that's hungry. And he is hungry to get he is hungry to get more minutes. He is hungry to get on the floor. And there's a lot to be said for a guy that comes in and just plays hard. He just plays hard every single time you put him in the game. And especially second night of a back-to-back. Uh, maybe guys are a little tired, a little sluggish, playing against one of the best teams in the NBA, and to just step up like that—that um, that was it. Was really good to see. Yeah, and especially I don't—I don't want to dogpile too much on Abdul Nader, but I mean, this was a microcosm of what Abdul Nader brings to you. Um, Chris Paul threw a half-court lob to Abdul Nader. He could have made the play. He couldn't make it over Alex Caruso, and then a quarter later. Uh, Nerlens Noel swats at a um, LeBron James dribble, forces a turnover. Abdul Nader ends up with it. And instead of just setting his feet down and calming down and looking for the outlet pass, he just blindly throws it out of bounds thinking Dennis Schroeder was there. I mean, that... I, I just I don't know that was cringeworthy. It, it I was, hated that it's so a bad, much. It's just a bad look. I, I, I understand Billy's insistence on playing him because I like everybody else that covers this team on the ground every single day we see how good Abdul Nader is in practice he's he's good he's an incredible shooter but he's just not been able to put that apply that to the um, game of basketball when it counts so um, I think at some point we're going to see some Deontay Burton minutes because Billy has done that his entire career as the coach of the Thunder he'll play with lineups he'll play he'll just tinker with substitutions combinations here and there so Deontay Burton fans rest assured it's going to be okay Andrew Schlecht yeah he shout out shout Deontay out Andrew Burton. Schlecht and down to dunk all those guys I bet he was pumped to see that tonight I don't know Andrew Schlecht but he is uh, one of my favorite people now Yes, he loves Deontay Burton. <laughs> yeah. He always is so pumped on Deontay Burton. So he should be your favorite person now. 
And guys, that's going to do it for us here at the uh, Franchise Studios for the first take Thunder postgame show. I enjoyed it. Hopefully everybody else enjoyed it because I I know these postgame shows are probably less fun when the Thunder lose, but we do our best to try and entertain you, give you all the info that we possibly can. The Thunder did lose 112 to 107 to the LA Lakers. Anthony Davis, 34 points, led all scores. Dennis Schroeder, 31 points, led all Thunder scorers. Danilo Gallinari, 25 points, second in line. Good effort, good job, but not enough. Just Just not enough. But they will have a second chance on Friday as the Lakers come to Oklahoma City. They will see this very same team on Friday night at the Chesapeake Energy Arena. So Thunder fans show up Friday night, downtown Oklahoma City. It's a good night. The weather's probably going to be fine. So Hopefully. We'll see you guys there. But for Miss Madison Morris and Mr. Matt Burton, good job, guys. You are listening to the Thunder First Take Post Game Show and the OKC82 podcast on 107.7 The Franchise, 1079 NT Town.